Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Thank you for downloading the podcast. Uh, Manny had to leave because his spider tingles were happening. What is it called? Spider sense. Spider sense was happening. Peter tingle. Peter Tingle. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's funny. What, that's what Aunt May calls it. Okay. Because uh, we are dressed as superheroes. I am Supergirl. Yes. And you're Superman. Yes. We have a nurse behind you there. We. Oh, my God. They are so cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Our workplace is all dressed up because we are asking people to dress up and use the hashtag Heroes for Heroes mm-hmm. and then donate a gold coin to the SES Queensland. So you're going to hear a lot about that this morning. Yes. We talked to an SES worker who um, rescued 200 people in the floods just gone alone in a nine-year career. So I love when we amazing. asked her and she's like, I don't know. And we're like, well, that's what we got told. So someone's keeping care. Yeah. And you're also like 100% if we were doing that job, we would keep score and we would also compete against each other. I've saved two people today. How many of you saved? Did you? I saved four. I'm so sorry about that. Excuse me. I'm just going to go throw a cat in the river and then I'll save that. It doesn't count as much, but not if you cause the accident. (laughs) Okay. It counts. Yeah. (laughs) Big show. And it's all here. And also obviously listen for the middle when we give away some Alpha Bucks clues for Monday as well. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Yeah, get involved. Make sure you use the hashtag heroes for heroes. Just like to remind people it is with an E. God, that always confuses me. When you say hero, it's with an O. When you say heroes. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm just saying, just be careful of the hashtag. Yeah. I really got this dys- dyslexic girl over here. And um, we will put all the photos up on our website. But we want to know, are you getting involved today? Are you dressing like a superhero or a real life hero? and donating a gold coin to the SES Queensland. All right. Nikki out there in Bar's Scrub. Uh, you guys are dressing up as heroes. Hi, guys. Love your show. Thank oh, you, Nikki. Thank you. Um, it, I'm not dressing up, but I um, dropped my two-and-a-half-year-old off at daycare this morning and saw these awesome little humans running around in hero suits, and I looked back at mine, and I had forgotten. Oh, <laughs> Nikki, I'm so sorry. That is so annoying. So I um I just thought, okay, so I dropped him off. I got to the end of the kindy driveway and I was like, nah, mum <laughs> is going to eat my soul. Yeah, so yeah. I quickly just drove the 10 minutes home, the 10 minutes back, dropped it off, threw the dollar coin at the director and just... Quickly just ran to work. Well so, done, Nikki. Um, we appreciate that. I'm glad that. he's got it. I didn't want him to be in the photos and him being yeah. his little I love my dad. Yeah. <laughs> well, dad could be his hero. You know what I was thinking? Yes, like, well, I did think that, but then I was like, no, nah, he yeah. needs a Superman one. <laughs> it's almost worth having for free dress days at school just keeping a spare change of clothes in the boot of your car. So if you ever forget at school drop-off, mm. you've just got them there ready to go for the kids. Yeah, it's very obvious, isn't it? I always forget... Um, dress up day with my kids mm. like, but I don't find out until I pick them up from school well, and I'm like oh look at that kid that's still wearing oh that's mine that's my kid <laughs> <laughs> hey Mel um, you work at um, the RWB fitness studios everyone there's dressed up today Good morning. Yes, we had a 5.15am class uh, with a lot of Kate's Crusaders. Great. And 9am uh, class is getting set up ready to go as well. Oh, I love you guys there. And it is, I've seen some of the photos. It is, your workouts are incredible, but they're also difficult. And then to do them in a, in a costume mm. is extra hard. Yeah, if you've ever tried to do a burpee in a cape, yeah. it adds a whole other level of complexity yeah. to that move. But uh, Try doing it naked. Have a theme day. They love a theme day. So yeah. they're all amongst it. Yeah. So good. Well done for doing a workout so early as well. Michelle in Gumdale, who's getting involved there? Oh, hi, it's Michelle. Oh, sorry, Michelle. Sorry. 
That's okay. Um, my school, I'm a prep teacher aide at Robinson State School. Great. And um, we're all we're all dressed up here. It looks fantastic. So happy about it. Who are you, Michelle? I'm that girl. Good job. Oh, nice. Good one. Nice. And what's the most popular <laughs> between the kids? Um, a lot of Captain Americas oh. and um, Superman. Oh, there we go. Superman, Superman's making yeah. a comeback. So it was all Spider-Man for a while. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess it's whose movie's out at the moment and Spider-Man's Correct. still going nuts. Uh, yeah. um, Amy is on um, from Mount Cotton Village Child Care Centre. you got a cute, lot of cute little superheroes there. Oh, we had heaps. We've got uh, Iron Man, Spider-Man, Batman. We've got everyone happening here. Do you have a any... lot of Wonder Womans and mm-hmm. Batgirls. Anyone is Elsa? Oh yeah, plenty of elves. Yeah, that's a given. <laughs> plenty, hey? plenty of we. I think the Disney princesses are uh, they um class as superheroes today. Yeah, so yeah, they're no, heroes of course, too. Of course. To be fair, you could dress and as then, anything. Yeah, yeah, and then we've also got a few um, SES workers, and I saw a little policeman somewhere. So very cute. Great, oh, awesome. Um, Thirteen ten sixty. If you are getting involved with Heroes for Heroes, call and let us know. Hey, Victoria. Hello. Good morning. Where are you from, and what are you dressed as? Um, I'm not dressed up, um, but my son goes to King's Christian College in Logan Village and I just dropped him off as Batman. Sweet. But there's um, lots of nurses, doctors, mm-hmm. real-life heroes happening down at his school today. So oh, it was right. great. Thank you so much to all the um, the schools that are getting involved because yeah. it always is hard when you've got such a large group to, to send out mm. the, the notifications and mm. hope everyone gets on board. So thank you. Um, of course, we're raising money for the SES. We know here in Queensland, um, and in particular in Brisbane, we need them more than ever, and, and we're so grateful to them. So um, if you go to our Instagram page, um, you can see there the link where you can go and actually um, donate all the money that you collect to the SES. You can do it through their website, so go and check all that out. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Heroes for Heroes. Heroes for Heroes Day. You're going to see people all over the city dressed as real-life superheroes and superheroes because we're raising money for the SES. So what we're asking for you to dress up and then donate a gold coin to the SES Queensland. And to prove how much it is needed, we have an SES volunteer who has been for nine years, Lisa from Cedar Creek. Good morning. Good morning. Now, I know that this is not, I guess a tally that you keep, but how many people do you think that you have rescued over your time in the nine years? I definitely don't keep that tally, sorry. <laughs> no, well, you saved over 200 people just the last... In well, the then last someone's lights. keeping a tally. Yeah, I'm, I'm scoring for you, Lise. I'm scoring. Um, but that's that's that must have been hectic. It was a pretty full-on few days. <laughs> so how, how does it work? Do you guys, obviously, with the rain that was happening, no one knew that it was going to be quite that severe? You know, we saw that there was rain. When did you know that you were going to have to kick into action? When was the first time you got a call? Uh, oh, I think most people that are, like, volunteers with the SES are usually watching the weather, so mm. we sort of know it's coming when Bomb knows it's coming. Um, and then, but in terms of when we're stood up, we sort of got notified a, a day out that it might happen, and then, obviously, you know, as soon as the weather started hitting... Um, you know, they just put out messages to us and then we let them know if we can help and away we go. So you run into danger when everyone's running from it and that's what we just find so incredible and you guys don't get paid for it. But when you go rescue people out of their houses that are flooded, what's the most bizarre 
thing you've seen someone keep? Because, you know, the, the normal is photos and pets and everything like that. But what's someone grabbed that you're like, oh, I'm surprised that means something to you? Uh, if I'm honest, I don't actually think too much about what they're getting because I'm pretty focused, focused on making sure the yeah. boat's safe, the people are safe, things like that. Um, so, And they don't usually have a lot of things in their hands. They tend to put them in cases and, mm, and yeah, or okay. backpacks and stuff like that. But... Um, yeah. Definitely paying attention to the babies that are being carried. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah yes, of course. <laughs> How do you keep people calm during that moment? Um, I think you just sort of go into a mode. You have to be calm yourself mm. and be really confident in what you're doing. So if you're not calm, people aren't calm. So I think you just feel really centred and you feel really confident and then people just um, you know, feel, feel safe and so therefore they feel a bit calmer. Yeah. It's usually the worst day of their lives, though, so it's, um, yeah. Yeah, it's, not, I, it's not always easy. <laughs> I guess I just always looked at the stories, though, where, you know, you've got a certain amount of people that can go in a, a boat or a rescue, and you know that you have to do two trips uh. or three trips. Like, that would be incredibly hard, saying, I am coming back for you. And at the same time, you know the circumstances around the natural disaster can change any time. Yeah, look, um, sometimes we do have to prioritise, uh, and, and, that, and that can be difficult for people to be waiting because they, they think that, you know, something's going to change and they're not going to get out. Mm. Um, but, again, I think it just comes back to, you know, making sure that you're really confident in the way that you're speaking to people and, you know, you're feeling really confident because you know you have every intention of, of coming back and, and coming to get them. So, you know, I, I think it just comes down to how you're treating people and how you're feeling and, and, and everyone joins that feeling together. I think sometimes the hardest thing is getting them to wait whilst you get the boat steady for them to get on because yeah. um, they see the boat coming and they just want they just want to jump on. Yeah. And mm. you just got to like you got to talk to them before you actually get close enough and just say, you know, stay there wait till we're ready for you and you know that's that's probably the hardest moment is is that last couple of meters as you're coming up to people for them to not just get on before you're ready. Now, um, you said before that you know when the bomb knows and uh, unfortunately they're predicting a bit of rain around um, this weekend for um, flood-affected areas already. Are you guys on standby? Are you expecting it to be a, a busier? Obviously not as bad as, as a few weeks ago, but there's rain coming. Oh, look, in the southeast corner, um, we certainly have awareness, but we're not at what we would call stand-up yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a good sign. Yep. <laughs> What about actually thinking about it? Because, you know, in 2011, it was a once in a lifetime event, we were all told. And then, what do you know, it happened again um, in our lifetime. Was there anyone that you rescued, that you've rescued before that you've had to rescue a second time? Like, you may not remember, but they might say, oh, I saw you last time this happened or... Oh, look, no, there's not There's not any individuals. Um, I wasn't actually in the SES in 2011. Mm, um, but, you know, in terms of houses that leak, sometimes we uh, go back to the same homeowners that have the same roofing issues that they had the year before. But, um, yeah, but there's certainly areas that have, you know, been flooded a second time and those people really have, you know, fatigue. Um, of course. So. Well, it's sad to see, you know, when people were cleaning up after the floods, um, I was out there and... You could see the people who would say, we're doing this again, mm. you know, and you just your heart breaks for them that they've had that turmoil and now they're back with everything that they've rebuilt their lives and it's back out on the curb again. Yeah, well, that, that's a real thing. So, you know, we got flagged over on the side of the road when we're trying to um, take the boat somewhere. Um, a lady was just, she literally flagged us down and said, I've, I've just got pe- 
PTSD. I'm just so terrified of what's about to come and I've tried calling people and I just can't get help. Um, you know, so obviously uh, we did what we could to help her. But, um, you know, there's a lot of people like that out there and, and that's really tough. You're also a volunteer with the RFS. What do you do in your downtime? Like, what what do you... <laughs> Are you bored? <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like, we're, we're talking and we're so amazed of what you do. And Lisa, I get it. You are ridiculously calm, which is why you probably are such a great volunteer. But for, to put your hand up for all these uh, important and vital volunteer services, what do you do with your life otherwise? <laughs> well, I do have a paid job as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I pay my bills like everyone else. But, um, you know, family um, is really important to me and, you know, I love being outdoors. So, you know, um, people volunteer in lots of ways, but, you know, one of the reasons I love SES and RFS is because I'm an outdoors person. Mm. So you'll, you'll often find me hiking in a bush somewhere. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you've got an absolute heart of gold, Lisa, like most people in the SES, and um, we feel so honoured that we've been able to do this today with our Heroes for Heroes, raising money for you guys to get all the training and equipment that you need. So thank you so much for your time this morning. Thanks for having me. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Now, um, I'm not in the studio with you guys today. I'm broadcasting from our Gold Coast studios. Mm-hmm. Um, because my wife today has um, what they call APP. Now that is um, yeah, you know me. I was, I was thinking that I was going to say other people's property. <laughs> well, it is R and B Friday. Um, it's the Australian Pharmacy something. Now she works um, for pharmaceutical sales company, and so it's all the pharmacists from around the country come here and they all um, buy products and whatever and party. And I only yes. say that because my brother is a pharmacist. Remember, he used to always go Correct. to the conference. Correct. And I used to always go, well, we'll catch up. You're here. And he's like, oh, nah. Mm-mm. And then he'd Make give me a call at, like, you know, five in the morning saying, where are you? What if anyone time? can party. It's pharmacists. pharmacists. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Mm. Um, and, like, what time would he get home from said parties from conference, do you reckon? What time would he get home? Yeah. Like, no, he used to day, always he used to call day. at six in the morning to ask to go on the uh, radio show. And I used yeah. to say, I think it's time for you guys to finish and go to bed. But now, they're just dedicated to their job. That's what it is. They are. And um, so Esther's here um, and we're doing a quick swap over straight after the show because we didn't have anyone to watch the kids this morning. That's why I've had to come down with her. Um, but those parties were a bit concerning because she'll be at them, right? Um, and her ex-boyfriend's a pharmacist. Right. Now, this is the ex-boyfriend she was in a long-term relationship with before we met, and they only broke up two weeks before. And um, I snaked my way in there because we were at a party together, and Esther was, they were talking in a group saying, you know, like, mm. how soon is too soon to, you know, hook up with someone new? Yeah, and it makes and, sense because she would want the exact opposite of a pharmacist. <laughs> yeah, someone cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, bud. You're welcome. Man. Did you have a mullet when you met? Or you had no. a side mullet? No, I grew my mullet when we were together and she still oh, stayed with me, which goodness. goes to prove it's her how own much fault. she loves me. <laughs> uh, but when you say it's a concern, like, don't be ridiculous. Like, you trust her. No, of course I do. It's, I, you know, I it's, just, it's, it's f- funny, isn't it? Because everyone will go, oh, you got trust issues. And it's like, no, you don't have trust issues. But all of a sudden when you know that someone's hanging out with their ex, their ex. Mm. Yeah. you still know that they have been together. So there's still that feelings where you're oh. kind of like, oh, bro, do they, you know, do I, they still I, like each other? I trust her and I know she wouldn't do anything, but it does bother me that this man has seen her without her clothes on, you know? Mm. Um, but 
the thing is, I've never met him before. Oh. So we've never met. Um, and Esther's like, you should come to the conference on Saturday, which is going to mean that then I would have to meet him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you guys have been together forever. Why are you scared yeah. of meeting him now, though? Yeah, show um, him how he dodged a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> Just go up real sad. Do oh, they no, stay no. in contact or not? <laughs> no, not at all. This is the only time they see each other. Right. Oh, right. Okay. They know it's locked in. They see each is other that once this? a year. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, yeah. But no, I just think I'd, it would be so uncomfortable. Um, and no, in all honesty, all jokes aside, I couldn't care less. Yeah. Like, mm. it, doesn't, it doesn't bother me at all. And mm. I'm sure he's a nice guy. I hate him. Um, but it is weird... People who work with their exes, mm. you know, like, and that's what I always think when someone hooks up with someone at work, I know the lust is there. I know the excitement is there, but you've really got to stop and take stock of the fact that if the relationship doesn't work out, you will see each other every single day mm. for the rest of your Until employment. someone cracks and has to find another job. Mm. That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I just think it's never... Like, it's never a good idea. I think it's even a bad idea to work with your partner. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Oh, come on. Ellie's here sitting here at the moment. Ellie's panelling, and you work with your your partner works here? Uh, yes, so he lives works, here, I was about he, to say. He, we, we actually live at the radio station. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, he, he works for the opposite radio station here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we used to directly have to deal with each other to the point where we sat next to each other. Oh, God. We loved it. Okay. Did we hook up at a Christmas party? or We hooked up on the world-famous rooftop. Oh, yeah. He was <laughs> yeah. drinking a pink Bacardi breezer, wearing a <laughs> chicken Perry shirt. Katy Perry performing. You make me feel like I'm living now. Because that's it. You're working with your partner until the Yeah. No, you true. guys are fine. I just meant... Yeah. It's going to be so but awkward people, when you divorce. Yeah. 100% people did say to me, Ellie, like, you need to make sure this is legit because mm. or else you're buggered. Mm. You're out. Uh, well, he was in management. I'd say if it didn't work out, you had more chance to get rid of him than he did of you. Mm. And especially, though, like, um, then you've got to factor in the circumstances. Like, if one partner cheated and then you've got to see them every day or if it didn't, mm. if, even if it ended badly, you still got to see them every day. Let's yeah. open up the phones on it. Thirteen ten sixty. Working with your ex. Do you currently work with your ex, or have you done it? Mm. Um, maybe you know. Maybe there's going to be some good news stories out there. Nah. Nope. Uh, thirteen ten sixty. Get on the phone, guys. Tiana, hi. Hi. No, I haven't worked with an ex, but I'm thinking of one couple that were married and then did a public divorce and still had to work together. Dancing, singing, and act like they were best friends. Mm. Emma and Lockie Wiggle. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. They yeah. are they a true. I reckon you look at them and you go, "How do they do it?" Mm. Yeah, because to go through a divorce but still have to see each other every day. There was that's um, a big ask. Yeah, Dexter yeah, on the show. Dexter, him and his sister were um, married in IRL. What? Correct. Uh, and then so they the broke character up. that played his sister. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And they broke up and they started to do the show together. That would be tough. And I think he had actually. Cheated on her. Mm. What, that's why Dexter, they split not up. Emma and Lockie. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we that's don't know. No, 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 no. There. That's not the case. They both sort of just knew that they were more friends. I said. But I get what Tiana's saying. Is you just say, "Oh, we grew apart." Mm. You obviously grew apart enough that you disliked each other, but yet you still have to get on stage. Could you imagine, like, like in the middle of it, you know, hot potato, hot potato? Have you signed those papers yet? <laughs> hot potato, hot potato. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hot potato, hot potato. <laughs> Mitch and Kabulcha working with an ex. How hard has it been for you? Uh, it's been pretty good. Oh, good. Um, we worked together 
in three different jobs. We lived together after we broke up for about a year and a half. So we didn't have any issues with it. Wow. See, that is true friendship, isn't it, really, when you can still live with each other. So what was it, Mitch, that you broke down the actual relationship? It just drifted apart, wanted different things, and we were both young, but mm. we'd signed a lease together. We'd just renewed the lease probably about two weeks before we broke up. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, yeah, but we all worked at the at a telco together, and then we all changed jobs again and ended up at the same company in towing. All right. And then, yeah, we moved around through three different towing companies together. Worked right. pretty well as a good team. Okay. That's good. Some people you are. like some, Don't you look back and say some people you dated, you actually realise that you were more friends than you yeah, were? Still friends with a few of my exes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always keep all of them as friends just because... Oh, they know the stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, huh? <laughs> Tegan and I'm back uh, working with an ex. Uh, what's your story? Well, um, we were on and off for about three, four months and um, I fell pregnant. He told me to abort, which I went ahead with the pregnancy. Um, we had to work side by side for two and a half years, wow. which was quite intense. Um, he even brought his new girlfriend to the hospital when I gave birth. So wow. in the end, I just could not do it uh, and, and left it off me. What he brought a his girl. Wow. Asshole. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he was a real good piece of work. Wow. <laughs> But so, I got the prize at the end. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Naturally. Congratulations. There you go. What what um, line of work? Like, were you in an office together so you would see each other constantly? Or We saw each other every day. We were on the same floor, basically, um, yeah, 50 metres apart. Wow. Do you know the amazing thing about that is I wouldn't imagine what girl would like to go to the hospital. Like, just so you know, I was just going to call. Oh, well, I'm never going for dinner, but would you yeah. like to stop off at the hospital? Um, my ex is just giving birth to our child. Do you want to sure, come and have I'd a look? Sure, I'd love to. What a well, great, great first well, date. Go. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> what Did she say anything? Did she come in and congratulate you or? No, she was um, outside of the room. I could see them sort of in the courtyard having lunch together and everything like that. And then he came up to see the baby and she was left outside. Mm-hmm. That okay, is unbelievable. Cool. Wow. Uh, all right, Casey, thirteen ten sixty, working with the ex. Um, so it wasn't working with an ex. It was actually working with a partner for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. They became an ex. And... No, we're actually getting married tomorrow. Oh, yeah. congratulations. Okay. We're slightly off topic, so mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's a good story. Mm-hmm. Very good story. <laughs> uh, How's all the wedding nerves going? Um, yeah, everything's, everything's going good. <laughs> Nervous. You should have just said, fine. Nervous, yeah. uh, I hear that, Casey. You right. join in because there's a chance you could still become exes. Very good. Mm, well, we won't be working together. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> good on you. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Monday is going to be, I think, the 28th. Monday the 28th. You know how I like to keep dates in my head? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just to go around my social life. (laughs) Yeah. Because huge one for me on Monday. 31 uh, in March or or, or 30? Well, you've got to do knuckles. Knuckles. So January, February, March the 31. 33. They're pumping it up. 31. So Alpha Bucks for Monday is worth $10,000. Three of your answers are Hugo Boss, Happy, and Hairdresser. Hmm. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Tennis champion Ash Barty has stunned the sporting world by quitting the game. The 25-year-old says she will now chase other dreams. 
You guys know that Ash, uh, Ash Barty's my hero because I just yeah. think that she's just, she's she's amazing. She's even great when she comes out and says, I'm not perfect, no one's perfect. And I just think she, she just, she's just been a role model, yeah. I reckon, for so many uh, boys and girls playing tennis. Mm-hmm. And I always like at our tennis centre as well, every time they win, they always offer uh, free classes to the girls to try and get them involved in the sport as well. Mm-hmm. And she's <laughs> been so amazing on so many levels. And yesterday, after she announced her retirement on Instagram, she did a press conference. And I, I just... So this is other than the in, the Casey Delacqua interview, she did yeah. another press conference. Yeah. Well, they've always been good friends, and she's yeah. wanted to, to do it, I guess, in her own way, rather than organising a press conference. Because you guys know, like working in the moody, media, if someone says, I want to do a press conference, we already know what it is before they do it. Generally, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So this one was, what they say, a shock, because nobody knew that she was thinking about it. Uh, and even though she had probably been talking about it for some time... Mm. So then at the press conference, I have to admire her ability to school the people asking the questions. Oh. Because everyone wants to get a scoop. Like, everyone mm-hmm. wants to, to have, like, the good headline, the clickbait of what Ash Barty is doing next. So this is a bit of her talking about why she is retiring. After Wimbledon, my perspective changed a lot. Uh, and there was this beautiful challenge of trying to play the Australian Open and, and trying to win... An Australian Open, which was always another goal uh, of mine, and um, and I just knew that for me the, the time was right. I'd given absolutely everything that I could to this sport. There, there is no perfect way, there is no perfect timing, but this was this was our perfect way, uh, and it was a it was a great finish. They're all listening to it, and you know that they're all waiting for their turn to ask a question. Yeah, yeah. And, and also, how do you ask the exact same question as everyone else but rephrase it? Mm. It's, so it's it it's always different. hard to ask a question. To people you admire, though. Like, if oh, that yeah. was a politician, people wouldn't care being hard-hitting questions because they would go there to a place where they're like, we don't respect your privacy. Yeah. But because, Ash, we all love her, everyone's like, no, you ask. Yeah. No, you yeah. ask her. You ask her what's next. Like, you try. So one person did, and I don't know why they didn't have a mic on themselves, but they said, look, so what... They what's... never do they at never these do. bloody things. They yeah. never do. <laughs> it's so annoying. If you're going to do a live press conference, can all the networks just agree to share a microphone that everyone can be heard on? Yeah. 100%. So someone said, yes, but what are you going to do now? What is the plan? Mm. And this was her response. Um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for what's next, uh, for my next chapter as, as Ash Barty the person and not the athlete. You, you have to wait and see. I'm, I'm not giving you everything right now. It's all right. You can be patient. Patience is virtue. Ah, so she doesn't know. No, and then they asked her again and she said, I'm not going to give you everything. No. But then it makes me now think that there is something that she's planning. Like, no, will I, she announce that she's going into golf? Mm. I reckon she's got nothing planned. Yeah. I reckon she's like, I just want to chill, mm. and I don't want to be judged for my chilling. That's true. This is her gap year, and she doesn't want us being her parents saying, you're not sitting around the house for a year doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. you got to do something. Yeah, you could imagine. Cause you, she can't say it, can she? Because all these people look up to her as like, all oh, these kids, the Ash Barty, she's yeah. mine. What, what's she going to do for a year? She's going to sit on her couch and watch Dr. Phil. I would admire that. If she you said, would? you know what, I'm actually yeah. going to do but nothing. But then your kids would go, well, now I want to do nothing for a year. And you would... Yeah, well, you've got to be as good as Ash Barty before you can do nothing. That's, that's right. If you've got an OP of one, I probably wouldn't judge you so much. But there's, I mean, there's one thing we're all thinking, but no one can ask, and that is if she's going to start a family, you know? Yeah, because you don't know her plan. She might not want to have a family. I yeah. wasn't So no that. one can... No, no what one can, no, no, no. He thinks she's opening a boost juice shop. No, remember, a juice shop, yeah, juice shop. The so, juice, the juice bar. The 
Yeah. Juice bar. No, I think, I mean, you I need, think you need to know tennis scoring <laughs> to, to, to get that yeah, one. Every, t- every time someone uh, gets served, they go, there you go, love. Um, <laughs> but I, I think, and it, it, she spelled it out in, in her statement. She said, my goal was always to win Wimbledon. Yep. I won Wimbledon, and she then I also Australian won the Australian Open. Open. Yep. On top of that icing with the cherry, I've mm. done everything I possibly wanted to achieve in this the sport, sport from a very young age. I'm done. Her partner is a golfer. Mm. So... Professional, or is he just like a weekend warrior? Uh, no, he's worked at the same golf club down at, I think it's um, near, near Ipswich, no. where they live. Brookwater, is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. so um, Brookfield. So they uh, he's been working at the same golf course, I think, for, for 10 years. Mm. And he also plays. So maybe they could just say, we're just going to do golf every day. I mean, not a bad life if you could do it. She might end up, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Maybe they'll do a celebrity <laughs> master chef. Master singer. Um, yeah, there's all those you possibilities. Next bachelorette. Yeah, she's I mean, getting, apart from the last thing married. you just said about his partner. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, there's still, who knows? <laughs> who knows? It's not fully locked in yet. Yeah. Uh, it's Stab Abby and Matt. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. A happy little pill. been in development for so many years, so, so many years, and they really want to get it right. Mm. Bless their cotton socks, a little bit of sarcasm in it, but because I'm, well, I'm talking about the uh, contraceptive pill, Uh. all right? The contraceptive pill, because it has been uh, predominantly left up to women to take the pill. Uh, so that they would not get pregnant if they so choose. But now they're trying to work out a male contraceptive pill. And the reason I say that they've been in talks about it for so long is because they did develop one, and then uh, men did not like the side effects. Um, okay, and it just headaches. Yeah, but they seem to think that the female contraceptive pill doesn't have symptoms or side effects, and it has so many. Not for the guys. Not for the guys, and that's the what issue. Were the, what were the side effects? Uh, ex- the very similar to the side effects that were in the women's one. Low libido, um, uh, breakouts, uh, bloating, which was exactly what the women's one have, and they went, no, 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 mm. we can't have that. So mm. then they went back to the drawing board to do non-hormonal contraception. So they're basically saying that they're not pumping a different hormone into them, uh-huh. so therefore it won't affect them as much. Uh, okay. So now they're saying that the contraceptive pill is 99% effective uh-huh. at preventing pregnancy in mice. That's good because there's a lot of mice. There's a lot of mice. I know, right? <laughs> um, unfortunately, they haven't been able to take it to human trials. Right. They are being planned, but it's not many people want to put their hand up for it, um, right. and they just don't want to affect any guys, of course. No. So they're just saying out of curiosity, yeah. did the mice remember to take it? Every day, like were they? They said, it, they said that would be uh, the big that would be the big issue with guys, obviously. Are you saying remembering that, to do it? No, see, guys are not more forgetful than men. It's just they choose to be, and then they get compensated for it. It's you've both got exactly the same memory. There's no difference in a male's memory as female's memory. It's just that's not true. That's not true. Lucy. And you would any other conversation we'd be having, like guys can't remember because a thing. you are conditioned mm. for that. You are conditioned for people go. Oh, I'm so forgetful. Okay, cool. I don't need to do it. It's like the people that do ironing bad for the first time and then go, oh, look, I'm off that. <laughs> Put your hands up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I iron well. You iron well? Yeah, I love ironing. You should come as Iron Man today. Oh, I should have done that, shouldn't I? <laughs> but how many times do you go, oh, look, I don't cook as you as well as you, Esther? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just that it's that whole thing. If you don't have to do well, it, then you don't do it. But I think if, you know, I think if you said to guys, no, that's fine. The responsibility is up to you. If you really don't want kids, yeah. then remember to take it. And it's just a habit, and then you'll get used to it. Uh, but they're saying that what it does is it actually reduces uh, sperm mm. so that they're not effective at all. And they're saying so that So you still, stuff still comes out? Oh, 
Like, yeah. Yeah, because stuff yeah. still comes out of you and you're desexed. Yeah, good point. Yeah, see what That's I mean? a good yeah. point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do, yeah. Just put the pill down there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe you just block Form it off. Form a dam. No, <laughs> so you can't see sperm. It's in the, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I know yeah. how it yeah. all works. Well, I'm yeah. just wow. checking. <laughs> I also, no, I don't know how this pill works. Sure, who knows what modern medicine can do these days? Well, no, maybe so it just, just reduces the count. And then they're saying that it has um, worked out that it, once it stopped taking, mm-hmm. by six weeks back, it's all perfectly all fine. Again. And then you can... Mm. have children after that. So they're saying that, you know, for a different empowerment, um, it actually has a, a good thing for guys. Yeah. You know, guys that maybe not be in serious relationships mm-hmm. and don't want to rely on the woman saying, yes, I'm on the pill, because mm. sometimes mm. that can go a little bit haywire, yeah, then they yeah. can take the responsibility themselves. Mm-hmm. And also get the women off the pill and all the bad side effects if you're in a long-term relationship, you know. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Would you guys put your hand up for... Would you put your hand up for the research? Yeah. Oh, for the research? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I don't, I don't know if I do research. Once it had been researched, I think I would take it. Mm. Um, but I don't know. I'd be part of the, the lab trial, mm. to be honest with you. Well, that's the next thing that they need because, you know, some things in mice are different than men. Do you have no, to? No, not for me. Do you have it's to quite apply? <laughs> <laughs> do you have to apply for They're not it? asking They're not that asking yet. yet okay. No, All no. Right. But I'll, I'll let you know and I'll sign you up for it since well, I signed you up for no, a lot I, of things. No, in my luck, I get the placebo and, <laughs> and twins. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Yeah, talking about heroes, this I, I'm, I'm I just got a crush on this guy. I didn't mm. know about him before, but now all of a sudden I do, and that's because he is an Aussie guy who's doing great things over in the states. He appeared on uh, the American Mask Singer. Mm-hmm. So you've got Nicole Scherzinger. Yes, she's one of the judges. Robin, um, what's Pick? his name? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, uh-huh. um, and the other guy Ken. from Hangover. Yeah, Ken. Yeah. Uh, so he's got some big names. <laughs> Dr. Ken. Ken, yeah. Dr. Ken. Okay, okay. Ken uh, the, the, is he the Asian guy? Yeah. Who, yes. Yeah. yeah, he's very yeah. funny. And Jenny McCarthy as well. That's the other yeah. one I was trying to find. And they do the same where they're trying to guess everyone. Like, oh, my God, who is it? Who is it? And I have to say, no one guessed this because he is an Aussie guy who went over to the States to play NFL. Mm-hmm. Yep. But he never played here because you always get a lot of players that have done um, NRL here and then they go over there. Yeah. And well, they love the Americans think that rugby league is just insane yeah. because they smash into each other, but no one wears any protection. Mm. So Americans think that Aussies are just hard asses. Mm. And he is a hard ass with a beautiful, beautiful voice because he's playing for the Philadelphia Eagles. His name's Jordan um, Taylor. He's only 22 years of age. He's 203 centimetres tall and weighs 157 kilos. Big boy. He's a oh, big yeah. guy. And uh, he went over there in like an international exchange that they were doing. All right. So oh, they, get, they gave us one. Well, actually, no, exchange, just one way exchange. So it doesn't oh, right. really make sense. Or, or is he being, remember being billeted as a kid? <laughs> yeah. He's just, he's just yeah. staying with staying a with family. family. They feed him. Well, he, he must have played up. NRL as a, a kid and yeah, obviously yeah. played for the junior leagues, mm. but just didn't get selected for a team or rather didn't apply, just applied to go over to the States. But mm. he has uh, appeared on the American Mars Singer and this is a bit of him singing. When I found love Oh my 
And judges were guessing that it was NBA star Dennis Rodman. They even thought Aquaman actor uh, Jason Momoa and also Liam Hensworth. They got a guess yeah. for those. So they yeah. do as outlandishly crazy guesses as our judges <laughs> do, which is nice. Except they do have it. When they, they, they have take the names. mask off over there, yeah. they're big toys. They generally know who they are. But this is him taking off his mask. Realising that they have to do Osha all over the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what's his nationality? Is he Islander? Yes. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. He's saying compulsory for him to be a brilliant singer. Yes, yeah. I don't think I've ever met one who can't sing. A, a Samoan boy? Yeah, that's yeah. what he is, yeah. Just beautiful, beautiful. beautiful so I think There's he... got to be one, and I feel sorry for them. You know, well, they're miming with the family. Everyone's oh, having a family yeah. sing along. We're having a sing along. <laughs> Did we adopt him? Yeah. I think also there's such a culture where it's. It, Oh, so music much is integral. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he actually did, and this is what I want to do a shout out though. Mm. We say that he grew up, and maybe it was at the church, but it was actually he did musical theatre mm. at school when he he lived, grew up in Bankstown, uh-huh. and he went to a school there, and they've got all photos of him in the musical theatre with all different. Because as I n- understand uh, it, uh, Canterbury Banks- Bankstown is the hub of musical theatre mm, mm, in the world. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. think it wouldn't have been something that you would presume that he would have done at school. No, he's probably the only one that could. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're not going to pick on him, are you? <laughs> you know, like, sissy boy. Yeah. What, what are you in that for? What are you into? <laughs> I'm in the musical theatre. <laughs> Good for you, man. <laughs> you, you achieve your dream. Stab, Brisbane wakes up with Stab, Abby and Matt on B105.